Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Welcome to Camp Constitution Radio with your host, Hal Shirtless. This show is heard on WBCQ The Planet every Monday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is also heard on Podomatic, uh, Camp Constitution's page on Podomatic, and ipmnation.com. It's now heard on IPM Nation Saturday mornings at 8 a.m., and that's a 24-hour news uh, video and audio service based out of Concord, New Hampshire. It's hosted by Camp Constitution, which, among other things, runs a week-long family camp, and our camp this year will be held in the beautiful Berkshire Mountains. It'll be held in the this town of Pittsfield at the Lakeside Christian Camp and Conference Center. And we've got quite a quite a lineup of instructors, including uh, Christopher Lloyd Monton, who just confirmed, uh, reconfirmed a few days ago, and Professor Willie Soon, and Dr. Duke Pesta, one of the top experts on uh, Common Core. And we got a few other, oh, Mrs. Chris Ann Hall. How can I leave her out? So for more information, please visit our website, campconstitution.net. We will also find the Sam Blumenfeld Archive. Sam, who was a dear friend of, our, of, of us, of ours, uh, left us his uh, library, and we were able to archive a lot of his writings, his important work on alpha phonics. And um, last year, we uh, got close to two, 2 million views from that site. So we're very pleased, 75,000 downloads of his incredible alpha phonics where you can actually teach people how to read and even teach yourself the proper way to read using using intensive phonics, the way it was meant to be. Anyway, we have a, a guest on the line here. Um, and I'm, uh, This is the second time she was on, a couple of, about a year and a half ago. Uh, we had her on talking about uh, Agenda 21, and she's very much involved in that issue. Uh, Debbie uh, Bacicalupi. Uh, Debbie, how are you doing? I'm great and excellent. Speaking of uh, uh, phonics or how to read or uh, uh, excellent pronunciation of my last name that a lot of well, people like to botch up. How, how I have to confess, I rehearsed it. I listened to your <laughs> recording of the show last time. But I told you last time, I grew up in the Hyde Park section of Boston, and I had Italians all around me. So I have a little I – know, I know that Italian accent. I know uh, – and I had a dear aunt who was uh, really like an Italian mama, you know, Camelina Grasso. So I have a little bit of that in my uh, in my background. So anyway, Debbie, um, I was um, watching your Facebook feed. Now, this show, by the way, um, we generally recorded a few days in advance. It's Wednesday, this, uh, yeah, December, January 10th. And the show, this show will air on um, uh, the following Monday. But it was just, I think it was Monday morning. When you were were you actually in Nevada or what what courthouse? What, I was what the, yes. I Monday morning I was in Nevada, which would make it what January seventh. I was at the trial, the final trial for the Bundys and Ryan Payne, when it uh, pertaining to the uh, to the Bunkerville standoff 
as 2014. Now, give us a little background. Before I mentioned, I did mention to you off off the air that uh, today, Wednesday, in New Hampshire, the uh, New Hampshire House uh, Committee on Veterans and Federal State Relations heard a resolution, HCR 11, that is urging President Donald Trump to give Jerry DeLemus a full pardon. Jerry went to Bunkerville. It was after the actual standoff. And he was charged with conspiracy, and uh, there was some really heavy-handedness, and he was uh, there was a lot of other people that were threatened, and one of his friends who was dying or had cancer, and he ended up pleading guilty, and he was threatened, and then he wanted to change his plea, and now he's sitting in a prison. He was in Nevada. He's now sitting in uh, what used to be Fort Devens, not too far from where your friend uh, has a restaurant in, in Concord, Massachusetts. Um, and we're hoping that, especially in light of this, can you give us a little background, since it happened a few years ago, some of the facts aren't fresh in a lot of people's minds. Give us a little background on the Bundy Ranch, what brought on the issue, the Bureau of Land Management, and so forth. Yeah, and it's 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 pretty simple. It, it's, um, and I say that because how I'm not, you know, it has not been a case that I have been following closely being a from a cattle ranching family and having our own issues with water and and the Endangered Species Act and a whole mess of other things. So, but my understanding is that, and and also the difference between some cattle ranchers and other cattle ranchers is, uh, for example, my parents have all private property. So we graze on 100% private property. It's ours. We don't have to mess with the BLM. We do have to mess with, however, and when I say mess with, it's really them messing with us. Right. So, yeah, so we have, with water issues and the Endangered Species Act, we have other agencies like NOAA, National Oceanic Atmospheric Association, and what the heck they are doing up. In, you know, in the desert. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and miles and miles from their jurisdiction, you know, which I my understanding is, uh, you know, like nine miles out into the ocean and and like 30, 30 miles inland. And do not quote me on that. But anyway, I think that under the whole premise of WOTUS, Waters of the United States, they're trying to give themselves, you know, jurisdiction over everything, just like the BLM, which these agencies, they are unelected. They are self-appointed. Are, uh, and were, had limited and defined roles. And with the Bundy case, the BLM, the Bureau of Land Management, was um, they had a limited and, and defined role of surveying, mapping, and then managing the land. And there's a fourth thing that they were supposed to be, you know, as, as managers of land, not owners. People are making the mistake of saying, oh, the BLM owns this land. They do not own land. They are supposed to manage land. They, are, they were supposed to, and they completed these jobs, survey and map, and then um, and work with the ranchers on, 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 on managing, you know, on, on like being a referee. For example, like we have uh, water masters uh, um, on the different ranches, the various ranches, and we have a water master that controls the or, or manages the amount of water 
to make sure that one rancher or one private property owner is not going out of their their um, their rightful ownership or using too much water or so we need referees in life and that's what mm -hmm. they were hired to do they were not hired to tell you what you can and cannot do on your land that is not what the BLM is is supposed to do but and they were not they were not hired to take away threaten make you know incite fear on the producers of the world the ranchers the farmers of the world so the Bundys um, saw that the money that that they were the the fees which were not grazing fees they were not fees that a lot of people are saying it was for their winter feed that they were pay paying the BLM. No, that's not true because the Bundys have surface rights. They have grazing rights on that land. I don't know how many acres. By the way, I just drove through Bunkerville yesterday because that's where we're, uh, somebody had mentioned it as uh, Mesquite, Nevada, is a, as a possibility for the Red Pill Expo, which will be, you know, another Oh, awesome that'd be wonderful. Conference. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, and later on this year in 2018 in the summer. So I drove from the trial on Monday, the releasing of the Bundys and Ryan Payne uh, for that issue on it, at Bunkerville. I say I, I'm clarifying on that because Ryan Payne actually has issues with the Mollier event still going on and whether or not he was fully released from that, from Oregon incident, I do not know. But anyway... Uh, so I drove through Bunkerville to get to Mesquite, and it is pure desert. I mean, as a, mm. I look at what they were, what they grazed their animals on compared to what my parents' ranch is, which is water, green grass, trees, mountains. You know, it's just a different setting for ranching. And when you have the desert set, settings, you need more land in these. It, it, you need more uh, rights to land because there is less forage, there is less uh, water for the cattle. So, and that was also part of what the BLM was supposed to do is just with, with the ranchers in partnership with the ranchers and the landowners is figure out how many cattle per acreage in this desert area, you know, not a lot of water, not a lot of forage, but before people get worried, cows do just fine. In fact, they, do they're very successful out in the desert and mm. but if you overgraze and you have too many cattle obviously on any piece of land then there's a problem so there has to be a balance and that is what ranchers and farmers and and the BLM as managers of the land not owners of the land I'm talking about the BLM no ownership um, that's what they were supposed to partner in well the BLM started uh, turning the fees into uh, grazing fees, feed, you know, feed, like winter feed. So they duped the public into thinking that the Bundys were paying for um, the forage for their cattle. No, that's not their, that was not their duty. But because we have so many people, including myself, Hal, calling myself out on who do not understand fully We've ignored, we've gotten busy in our lives, we are uneducated to the point where we are, you know, that people who do understand um, how to take advantage of other people and manipulate the information and put out misinformation and disinformation and use the media to do so and turn the well, public <clears throat> on. Yeah, go ahead. 
Yeah, I remember listening to some of the uh, people. <clears throat> well, they're just not, they just don't want to pay their just dessert. They should be paying, and it's all about greed. And even uh, Glenn Beck, who used to be um, somewhat conservative, uh, went after them as well, saying that they sort of deserve what they got, which I thought was yeah. repulsive. It is repulsive, especially when I think a lot of people, and I'm throwing myself in here too, because we do not understand our history the way we should, and that's not all people, but I think it's a whole heck of a lot of people. I think the majority of the people out there don't understand the uh, the laws, the Constitution, and, but, you know, it's not just the Constitution, Hal. It's all the laws, whether they be unconstitutional or constitutional, that have come after the founding of that document. That's so right. we are a nation. Yes. Yeah. So I declare that, there, with Supreme Court um, decisions and uh, being with the – okay, so let me put it this way, and I hope this makes sense because I'm really working through this for myself as well. We have the Constitution, which is the foundation of this country for freedom, for liberty, for the pursuit of happiness. At one time it was property, but now it's happiness because not all people want property. And property, by the way, is not just the land. You know this, Hal. It's not just the land. It's intellectual thoughts, property. That's right. It's intellectual. It's your religion. It's a whole host of things. So once you start chipping away at private property as a physical level, you can then go after the what would be, you know, the, the property that you cannot see, like my thoughts, for example. So for people, freedom fighters, it's really, really important to protect private property. And that goes beyond just a physical thing. It's the thoughts in your head, your religion. You know, you can't really put a thing on it, but it's, a, it's not really a, a thing that you could touch. It's, 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 your, it's you. It's, it's your spirit. It's you, who you are. Those are all your private property until you give them away. And so um, people like the Bundys or the Hammonds or you know, the howls and the camp constitutions of the world see how vital it is that we protect, you know, private property. And so the Hammonds, or or, pardon me, the Bundys, seeing that their money, which was supposed to go to um, this agreement between ranchers and farm, uh, ranchers and, and the Bureau of Land Management, the Department of Interior, they saw that their manage was not not going to where it was supposed to, which is this agreement to map and then and then you know referee that. So and it was not staying locally, which it was also supposed to be do, you know supposed to stay stay local. So it got out of hand. The Bundys did not have the backing of the public, the you know the masses to back them up. So it really got between the federal government and the Bundys and what was being put out on print, which was a lot of misinformation. And so even to the point, how that what came out in the hearing in Las Vegas, Nevada with Judge Navarro uh, at the helm of, he, she, was a, she is an Obama appointee, mm-hmm. is that there was, the, there was thousands of documents more than 600. The number that's being thrown out there is 600, but I've heard personally from the Bundys that it was over 5,000 documents that have, you know, that were hidden, not released, that were slowly being presented to the defense team. And because it, because it was such an unfair trial for the Bundys and for Ryan Payne. And by the way, what were they, what, do you know what they were charged with officially? I think it was conspiracy against the federal government. 
It was, and they were facing had, some serious jail time, probably twenty years sure. ago. Sure. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, and so Clive and Bundy, um, you know, this is this this happened in 2014 when all these snipers, over 200 snipers, were sent upon the Bundy Ranch, and so something that I heard Ammon say at a dinner, I I went to dinner with he and I, Jeanette Finnecom, and it was just a very small, intimate dinner. It was uh, five of us. Jeanette's um, a wonderful lady. I had a chance to meet her on a few occasions. Uh, she's spectacular. And, you know, there's another uh, uh, example of how the government is as long, you know, the same with the Bundys and the Hammonds how the, and the Hage family. These are all ranching families. How the uh, government has really overstepped its its um, role as to be protectors of not only you know our borders, but also we as individual people. That well, they is must regard. Duty. They seem to regard the producers as uh, the bad guys or the bad guys. It's, it's true. I just gave a presentation today here, and I'm in in um, Las Vegas today, or uh, Los Angeles. I drove from Las Vegas down to Los Angeles. And uh, to give a presentation today on Agenda 21, which you and I have talked about a lot before. That's right. And I'm doing under, one tomorrow, actually. Yeah. Excellent. And, and, and under Agenda, United Nations Agenda 21, Sustainable Development, these globalists, the, the United Nations, the countries that side with the United Nations, uh, the Clintons, the Clinton Foundation, um, Al Gore, uh, Barack Obama, the list goes on and on and on, and even some people we you would think were conservative. But um, the idea behind Agenda 21 is that as long as you let people, individuals like my family, run their own land, it's unsustainable. So if you're going to get into a sustainable world where we're all working together as one big, happy, global family, <laughs> somebody, something, Hal, has to be in control of all the land, all the water. So if the government, quote unquote, owns what the government owns, the land, so you look at monuments, you look at forts and ports, what they already, you know, the 10 square miles of, that is Washington, D.C. That's right. And then, yep. and then all these monuments and all these national parks and all this, quote unquote, public land, which is a misnomer, but public land. The only left land left to take, manage, and control is that which is private property. So how do you take control of all land? You start chipping away at individual, at small family, at produ small producers. You start, you know, you, you pass things like the uh, unconstitutional things like the Endangered Species Act or the Waters of the United States or the Clean Air Act. You well, you give, your, you, you give your land to a land trust, a non-government NGO, and they'll yeah. manage it for you just well, just, just fine, thank you. Like the um, oh, what's I just had it? The big uh, nature oh, conservancy. Yeah, the nature conservancy. Thank you. Yes, with ties to Goldman Sachs. Yeah, absolutely. And in the end, you know, saying that tie when you when we start connecting the dots, which is what a lot of people are trying to do. So that, and you know, you, me, uh, there's so many people, whether it's climate change and global warming and or um, or what is private property or Common Core or Healthcare, all these things are related in this way, that these are part of the agenda for the 21st century. And the, the agenda for the 21st century is this thing called sustainable development. And it is this thing called United Nations Agenda 21, the new urban agenda, the 2030 agenda, agenda uh, the 2050 agenda. All of those things lead to the same thing, that there are people, a, a very powerful people, 
who have always been in control, the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, the uh, Trilateral Commission, all these things that when people hear me talking right now and they're not familiar with this, they're going to, you know, they're going, ooh, cuckoo, Area 51. Well, that's the knee-jerk response. That's the response. That's the politically correct response. I had a, in Boston, uh, the city of Boston where I live, there uh, the city council passed unanimously this ban on uh, these evil things called plastic bags. So you now you got to pay a nickel for every bag you get. And of course that always hurts the people in the lowest end economic ladder. And I simply wrote a letter to the local newspaper said, this is nothing more than part. This is just one of the items on the agenda of, you know, um, the UN agenda 2030 and so forth, Boston 2030 and some local, uh, leftist comes in and just refers to me as paranoid conspiracy theory. Well, I wrote a rebuttal to that. I said, no, I don't have that kind of imagination. This is what, this is, this is the truth. Get the facts. And um, whether it's a complete, whether it's a, uh, in the inner cities of cities, you're seeing a lot of these uh, bike paths. Now bikes are great. I mean, it's good to get out on a bike and ride, but when you're on a narrow, busy road, Having a bike path where you where it ends at a, where the it, you know, the bike path ends where that Mack truck begins. My money is on the Mack truck every time, and we're seeing more fatalities. Obviously, the more people are riding bikes in busy streets, the more deaths you're going to get. Now, and what's the solution? We'll just lower the speed limit. That's going to that's going to solve the problem. Or, or yeah, or their other solution is take more cars off the road. Their other solution is autonomous cars. Don't let don't let the individuals be in control. But, you know, let, let some computer control the car. Now, uh, you got a chance to interview some of the principal individuals, um, the legal counsel uh, and also Judicial Watch. Judicial, Judicial Watch, Watch yes. yes. Larry Clayman, uh, you interviewed him. That must uh, I said, boy, I wish I was there. You know, I just thought it was exciting. It was an exciting place to be. Uh, and it's some, sometimes the justice system does work. It doesn't work that often. But every so often, uh, justice does prevail. The very fact that they spent, what, a year and a half in jail, probably all kinds of money they lost, um, that you can't get that back. But at least um, as my, my, uh, my attorney, um, I had a, my, my law professor said many years ago, in this country, you at least have a chance at justice, which is say, saying a lot compared to other countries around the world. Yeah, and there still is that hope, um, and I don't know how if we, we, we saw justice as justice needed to be seen with the Bundys, and I may be the only one saying this, I do not know. However, the Bundys are free. They are not free because they, the government was wrong in sending out all those snipers and the Bundys weren't paying their grazing fees, which was, is, is a, you know, that's not true. They're not they're not free because um, they were protecting their private property and all their water rights and their land rights and all of that. That's not what the public's being told because that's not why they're free. They are free because the prosecution team, the BLM, the FBI acted egregiously, acted out of control, um, outrageously, flagrant, flagrantly, hiding documents. And not revealing, um, you know, and and trying, and and also sending 200 snipers on them. So we still have. Now, the by the way, were pro- these snipers were these snipers um, private contractors, or were they FBI, or who, who were these so people? They had they had paid cowboys, you know, they had fake contract cowboys, 
acting as if, you know, they were cowboys um, on behalf of, you know, in support of the Bundys. And then they had paid sniper or they had snipers from the federal government. And they admit to this all now. They admit it. They weren't. They were hiding that information. They were also hiding that they had um, lots of uh, full-time cameras on the Bundys' home. And so this came out in documents, too, that should have been revealed early on, but it didn't. So with all that, now, what Judge Navarro declared was a mistrial with prejudice because the Bundys would not, and Ryan Payne from Montana, would not be given a fair trial because the prosecution knew too much about the defense's um, uh, strategy Mm -hmm. and that there was all this mishandling of documents. So we're still in the same place we were before. What is private property? So the principle has to be denied. The whole notion that this unconstitutional entity has the power to run roughshod and they might, maybe they'll play it, maybe under the Trump administration, they'll play it cool, but they, you know, they'll bid, bid their time because as long as that entity exists, there's the chance of having that problem happen to some other unsuspecting uh, rancher. Yes. And, and you know, the, I'm so proud that the Bundys are not going to end with this, with, um, you know, oh, we're free and now we can go back to ranching and farming the way we were because they know that they can't. The issues that brought them to court are still existing. And as Clyden Bundy said, he, he um, said and after, they, after they were freed, it was really neat to be there and experience all the, the whole family, which there's a lot of them. They have like 13 kids, and then each of their kids has like 13 kids. So They call them know, ranch hands, don't they? <laughs> 13 children. <laughs> So, you know, and, and, but, and, and Cliven, you know, he's having trouble talking because, because of the mistreatment that he got in prison. They wouldn't give him a toothbrush, and so his Ugh. teeth are rotted, and, and, you know, just the atrocious treatment that these guys, these, these political prisoners received while in, in prison for being, and they're innocent. They were innocent, but we still haven't proven they're innocent in the initial um, issue, which was, Bundy's not paying their grazing fees, the BLM coming to, you know, uh, take their cattle because they're not paying their grazing fees. And then supposedly the Bundy's organized through conspiracy against the federal government with an armed militia. That is it in a nutshell. And Ammon told me at one point that he said, you know, a camera crew, a, a news station came out, they invited us up onto this hill and, um, and, and to take a photo op. And then the Bundys were were accused of trying to incite something with the snipers or something like that. I mean, there's all these crazy stories, this misinformation that's out there. And at this point, because the case is dropped, it's over. They can't be, you know, it's a, the, I don't I don't know if the documentation gets closed. I don't know. I I was sitting with the attorney, one of the attorneys, Morgan Philpot. He's so awesome, mm-hmm. and. He, we were trying to, and, and I was with Ramona Hage of the Hage family who recently lost their uh, 40-year case um, with the mm. same entities, the BLM and the, and the, the um, um, FBI, and it's, you know, just a similar situation just way earlier, and uh, as far as time, way earlier, and, but also in Nevada. I mean, there's so many similarities, 
in the two cases. But even at Morgan Philpott, we were all with Jeanette Finnicum and Shauna Cox, who was in LaVoy's truck. We were all talking about the case after the Bundys got released and Ryan Payne got released from the uh, Nevada event. Um, we were all talking about, okay, so what's next? Like, what is, what are the possibilities next? So it's still unknown. Can the Bundys come get come back and and sue for wrongful imprisonment? I don't know yet because the judge didn't didn't rule on wrongful imprisonment. She ruled on that you guys need to be released because you can't have a fair trial at this point. And because the government acted so egregiously, it was with prejudice. So cases mm-hmm. dropped. You're free. All charges are dropped. And so what Cliven had said, Cliven Bundy had said. Uh, to a, a bunch of us is, look, there's a part of me that's not happy about this because we need that information, all those hidden documents, all those documents that the federal government didn't want the public to know about, didn't want the, the defense team to know about. We need those those documents to come forward. And we don't know that we will ever be able to see what's including that kill list that has been out there where they literally took a red pen and crossed off people's faces so that's amazing yeah and yeah well i'll never forget that uh, that will stay etched on me was it was the standoff and i think the the uh, the government people and their hirelings they probably wanted to draw blood and they probably thought they could get away with it but there was just too much uh too much there were too many people with cameras and cell phones that it would have been almost impossible for them to get away, like they got away with it, Ruby Ridge and uh, and Waco and other places. So yes. um, yeah, so and that's true. And in both in both Mollier and and at the Bundys um, in 2014, and then Mollier in what year was that? Was that 2015 or 16? 2016. Um, they there were hired informants. There were hired agitators at both events. That's right. By the uh, we, government. Uh, we got yes. one minute left, Debbie. Where can people learn more about your important work? If there's a website or Facebook, or well, they could find my bio and get in touch with me at technocracy.news, technocracy.news, and then when you go to the about page in technocracy.news, you'll see my bio and you can easily reach me there. Um, on Facebook, my Facebook page, which is where I'm most active and getting a little bit more active in Instagram, mm-hmm. but is Debbie, D-E-B-B-I-E, dot, Bacigalupi, B-A-C-I-G-A-L-U-P-I. And send me a message. I'm, I have a private account for the most part, but send me a message saying you heard me on Camp Constitution with Hal, and I'll add you because I'll know you're a good person. <laughs> well, thank you so much, and I hope one day that we're able to meet. In fact, I want to invite you to our camp in August. I know you're busy, but would love to have you. Well, it sounds awesome, and all three people, I think you're going to have Dr. Willie soon, and Chris Ann Hall is a hero of mine. Oh, yeah, uh, Willie's wonderful. uh, I love Willie. (laughs) Yep, and Chris Ann and and Dr. or or Christopher Monkton have both stayed at at my family's ranch. That's great. So, yeah, so just fun. It's it's a great group of people, and I I hope August works out for me, and um, good job for doing it. All right, well, thank you, and God bless. Folks, you're listening to Camp Constitution Radio on WBCQ, The Planet.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.